What's up, Biz Nation? Welcome to the show. We got the whole crew tonight. It's almost like the Grizzlies are getting healthy. And here we come. Eat Those Grizzlies podcast. We're getting healthy. Isaac's knee is doing better. He's back with us. Glad that, <laughs> that, that he's muscling through it. Uh, Marcus Smart returns to the team, to the starting lineup. And the Grizzlies win. And what was nearly the, I, I wouldn't say the wildest ending that I've ever seen, but it's got to be up there, right? Like fouls, no fouls, challenge, turnovers. <laughs> I, I had no no clue. You know, they were reviewing the, the foul on Ja Morant for a long time. Man, and everything that I was watching, I'm like, there's no way they're overturning this. They're, like there's contact there. There's contact there. There's no way. Like there's enough there to say there's not enough evidence to overturn the call. And then now they're doing a jump ball at midcourt. I it, it top five craziest innings I've ever seen in basketball. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah. A, uh, go ahead, Candace. It was a game of different courts, tail of different court, man. It was it's not even different halves, man. This game was just different from quarter to quarter. It was such a Definitely. weird. <laughs> I mean, it was weird how it ended, especially that's what's gonna stick in everybody's mind. But in my mind, it was just weird to start like the different lineups and just all it was so much like crazy. There was so many turnovers on both on both sides of the ball in the first quarter. Like just from beginning to end, this game was just a strange game, man. But glad the Grizzlies were able to pull out the win. Yeah, man, just as Candy said, man, this didn't feel like it was going to result in a win early. I mean, a lot of bad lineup stuff, like wild lineups that he had on the floor uh, that Taylor Jenkins kind of put out there. And you're like scratching your head, like, what's going on? A lot of, a lot of Zaire. I hate to keep piling on him, but he, he was rough tonight. Uh, I've had a couple of bad turnovers there. One on a fast break where he threw the ball backwards uh, <laughs> on a fast break. I don't know what he was looking at there. Uh, but yeah, man, coming down to that ending, uh, was not good for the blood pressure, but, uh, Marcus Smart, um, I think is the, the, a lot of contributions to this win, but I think Marcus Smart made play after play, man, down the stretch in his game in order to, to help them pull it out. And, but I know the, know the, know what's coming, man. Cause I've been out kind of vocal this week about Marcus Smart coming out the bench. And I still say that a lot of people kind of took what I said wrong, and it, it's not about whether Vince Williams Jr. is a better player than Marcus Smart in a vacuum. I just think for what the lineup, starting lineup needs in that spot, I, I think Vince Williams Jr. fits that better because of his size and length. Uh, Marcus Smart can even get more minutes. Just because you come off the bench doesn't mean that you're not going to get more minutes or even close games, because I want Marcus Smart closing games for just because of what we saw out there tonight. Um, high IQ, basketball, hit those two threes, in the fourth quarter, a real crucial time. I think they were down 13, 14 points at that point. Really needed offense. Hit back-to-back threes. Then he, I think he had a drive to the basket. Um, you talk about that steal in overtime. Got the steal and one. Uh, took the charge on Zion Williamson. Just play out to play. I'm sure I'm getting some. The pass to Desmond Bain for the corner three late. Just play out to play by Marcus Smart, man. And that's that's what they brought him in for, man. And he, the first game back with with pretty much the, the, the roster we're going to have outside Luke Kennard, Man, he looks like a completely different player than we saw early in the season when the team was really in injury riddle. So, uh, man, big big time, I guess, the real debut for Marcus Smart, man, and just a big-time victory. Had to do it to him again. Uh, second time in a week they've gone down there and got down double digits, 14, 15 points. Uh, last time it didn't take overtime. You had the job finish at the buzzer. Thought we was going to get that again, possibly at the free throw line. Some crazy stuff there with the Jared foul and just a lot of stuff there, man. I Blood pressure was on 1,000 
uh, before that time, I had to get up and pace around the house, man. It, it was crazy, man. But it's surreal, man, that they were able to pull out this win, man. Just a tremendous, tremendous victory and, and 4 0, man, since the return of John Morant. Um, I, I knew they win games, but I, when they went 3 0, I was like, okay, tonight this is the one. Like, if they can get this one, you just beat this team uh, last week um, on, on a buzzer beater. They're also coming off a home loss, two point home loss to Houston. They were going to come out fired up. I was like, man, if they win this one, they really got something going on, man. I wanted to get two on this trip, and they already got two. So got a tough one on Thursday um, and another tough one coming up on the weekend. But um, I, I feel good about where this team is right now, man. I really do believe this team can make a run and get back into their play-in. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Plenty of basketball left. And that, that's we mentioned that on a number of occasions, even starting off as, as bad as they did in, in those first 25 games, a lot of basketball to play after that did I know that they were going to come out and win the first four games when Morant returned? No, like I, I didn't, the, the way that this team looked, I knew that there would be some things that he would fix. I didn't think that you would see it turn around like wow. this. Yeah. I didn't expect a, a four game win streak right out of the gate with him. But going back to the, the Marcus smart thing, I think I, I know for a fact that we discussed him not being in his optimal role with this team to start the year. And so him coming back and being healthy now and getting to be kind of that secondary playmaker instead of the guy that's initiating the offense, I think that's why you saw him. And I won't say that he flourished because the first three quarters of this game, he was awful on the Jeez. offensive end of the floor. Like he, I, I know um, when I, I looked at the box score at one point, and it was like maybe mid third, and he still had a goose egg on the board. Like he hadn't scored a single point at, at that time, and then made the plays late in the game to end up with 13 points. And you can't speak enough about what he done defensively tonight. And that that is the hustle plays, the five steals, taking the charge on Zion, the making the extra pass. Those are the reasons that you go out and get him. So I, I was glad to see him specifically late in the game turn it on and be able to make winning plays to contribute to this team winning again in New Orleans. And, you know, before Morant, if if Smart was back, do we see this kind of result in New Orleans? And, and, and I think the answer to that question is no, because they were just not playing at that level. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you got to kind of see Smart in his optimal role. Uh, definitely know there was a lot of conversation about smart starting over Vince Williams. I, I myself uh, sort of leaned on at least wanting to see smart with Johnson's that say, you know, put so much in that and wanted to at least see that lineup. But I just I think it's great that we have two wings to argue over, partially more than anything else. That's really where I stand where anything else. Vince made a huge, huge three uh to uh, to to in the was it fourth quarter? Or was yeah. it yeah, it was in the fourth quarter. Well, yeah, because they, they didn't really play this much in the in overtime, but this made some key plays, some key uh rebounds, some key just just like he still was able to uh make winning plays. Mark is able to make winning plays. Just like I said, just glad to have both of those guys there because they're needed. Um, depending on the matchup, I think there'll always be an argument and a case for both. And I'm good with that, man. I, I really am like. I just like having the talent after watching so many of these guys not be able to flourish in those type of situations. And 
you've got a guy, a guy this Williams Jr. who it, it seems like in any role can still impact this team in a great way. And he's still got 27 minutes tonight, which I like to see at least um, right around the same as they gave Xavier Hillman. So, and they gave him 27 minutes playing pretty much everybody on the roster tonight. <laughs> Seems like everybody got minutes tonight. Yeah. Weird game, man. Uh, but if he got minutes with 27, 27 minutes, it was reason. I know Isaac was worried about him not getting running time at all. There, there's, there's valid reason for that concern. You know, it's something that even I was a little worried about. That's a good early indicator that they're going to continue and that he was able to still thrive in those moments continues to advocate and really force his way into the lineup. So uh, just happy to have both those guys, man, just happy to be getting healthy and and finally seeing what this team can look like at full strength. Yeah, I was going to say on, on the Vince Williams Jr. thing, Kennard's not back yet. So we'll we'll right. see what happens yes. when Kennard – my, my concern is when Kennard comes back, you know he's going to play. So you have Vince Williams Jr. and somebody out of that group of Roddy – X, I mean, not Roddy, not X, Roddy, Z, Conchar, somebody out of that group is going to play every night, so that's going to eat into some of those minutes as well. So I think that's going to be the question. How mm -hmm. much Kennard do you get, and do they stick with Kennard even if he's struggling, or do they bench him for a guy that's on a two-way contract? They may, Maybe they do. I think he's definitely deserved that. I, I don't think there's any question, but that would be something different than we've seen from his organization. So that's kind of where my concern goes there, but as far as Vince Williams Jr. and Marcus Smart, regardless, like and I, and I tweeted this out earlier, regardless of who was or who starts or comes off the bench, I, I still think like long term Vince is a better fit in the starting lineup. But it's good to have both of those guys. It is a good problem to have to have two guys like that that can defend, uh, guys that just make winning plays. Um, I mean, it's just a good problem to have. Um, I love Vince. It's gonna be interesting to see how they play this because it's eventually his time's gonna run out. Uh, mm -hmm. They they got to make a move. They got to find a way to make a move to open up a roster spot and, and put him on a regular contract. He's just been too good, too big of, of the part of the rotation. If they if they do make a playoff run, they need him out there because you losing him. I mean, that would be a big time piece that you're losing um, to to not have him out there on the floor. But yeah, man, just Marvin Smart, man. I don't know what what you can say uh, about the plays that he made out there tonight. I mean, another thing that I'm I'm loving. I um, mean, the question was. Can you get the same kind of efforts out of Tripp and Bain when Ja returns? And through four games, I think the emphatic answer to that question is yes. I mean, another big-time game for all three of those guys tonight. 31 points for Ja, 27 for Bain, and 19 and 10 rebounds for Tripp. So all you haters out there, man, he got you 10 mm -hmm. rebounds tonight, man. What you got to say about that? Back-to-back -back plays, like I said, barbecue chicken with, with Dyson Daniels, man. Disrespecting my guy out there uh, with the barbecue chicken, putting Dyson Daniels on me. I have no idea. What Willie Green was thinking on that, but shout out to Trip, man, for just going right at him um, and, and getting four quick points there, man, that they really, really needed, man, to get that game into a situation where they could could win it or force overtime. Uh, so, so shout out to Trip, man. Big time plays down the stretch. Like you said, 10 rebounds tonight, man. So stop hating on my guy. How much yeah. of that do you think is just evolution as a team? Because how many times in, in the past, Going back to last season, did we see Trip with a mismatch down low and he never got a touch? Got a touch. They never got the, the, you know, getting it to him in the post. They never got that entry pass made. And it's like you ran an entire offensive possession with a dude that's six inches shorter than him down there and he never touched the ball. And 
you know, that, that is maybe that some of him, you know, being confidence and, and demanding the ball down there, or maybe that's something that these guys have been watching on film and they're like, okay, you know, he, he, he stepped this up, taking his offensive game to the next level. When we get in those situations, we have to make it a point to find him. I was going to say earlier in the game, they didn't. Uh, that was a big concern of mine going into halftime. I'm like, man, they got to get Trip going. He still end up with 19 and 10. So that tells you how good of a second half he had. Uh, it's interesting that you say that because that the game last week in New Orleans, Josh said that in the timeout before his game winner, he told them he wanted to get the ball to Jared. And he said, Desmond Bain said, no, nah, man, we, we're going to we going to, to call 12. And that's what they end up going. But Josh himself said that he wanted to go to Trip in the post. Um, at, at the end of that game, so maybe that's something that we're gonna gonna see going forward, man. But I was just glad to see it because you so many times, as David said, you'll see those mismatches and they have a smaller guy on them and they just never go to it. I mean, he just got the ball, just went to to back to back possessions, man, scored on them easily. And you just love to see that, and hopefully that's more evolution, like you said, than just something that we're not gonna see most of the time. Uh, hopefully that's something that we're gonna see going forward because he's capable of that. I mean, you see it. And I, and I don't understand why they don't go to that more, especially early in games. Sometimes with, with Trip, what you'll see is he'll pick up a couple of fouls and then he gets disengaged, man. You need to try to get him going early. He's one of those guys that if he gets going early, man, he can cook for y'all game once he gets comfortable. A lot of times I think he gets down on himself early in the game. He picks up some fouls. They're not getting the ball in the post, and he just kind of just doesn't have that aggressiveness anymore. Uh, but but that, that's not what you saw in the second half tonight, man, just a big-time – second half from him, but I'm hopefully, like you said, I hope that's something that we're going to see more of going forward. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, I know you mentioned that they, so far we've seen them merge or or blend well, and I was going to say today was really the first true test because it was really how they're going to look with Marcus Smart was always my question in terms of, you know, without Marcus Smart on the court, that makes it a lot easier in terms of shot distribution, but was Jaren still in his touches? And early on, like you I said, just didn't look like that. It took it took overtime to get him double-digit uh, looks. I mean, he had nine attempts at the end of the fourth. So had it not been for overtime, and he wouldn't even have double-digit touches, man. Um, and that's just unfortunate. They really got to do a better job of that. It seems like somewhere maybe around the five-minute mark in the fourth quarter, they realized that that could work. I don't know why it took so long, but – they realized not just the coaching staff, but also just the guards paying attention and then having him in position to be able to make those shots. Because before they were getting during the ball, but they were getting him the ball out on the perimeter. He was out on the perimeter for most, of, if not all, of the attempt except for to try to get a rebound is when he went in the paint for the first half. I mean, I don't really even know how many touches he had in the paint. I mean, I don't even know if he was just even there. He really spent a lot of time out on that perimeter, which lets you know that was intentional decision-making by the coaches. But they just got it. They got to switch. I percent agree with everything you said, Isaac. Still yet to be seen. Can we get a little bit more efficiency from Bain? Maybe to get a couple extra shots. Something like that will make a really big difference because they're a really talented big three. And I think you are at your best when those guys are fueling your comeback. And then you got sort of the plays that Marcus Smart made to put you on, you know, some icing on the cake. Man, am I looking at this right? Bain had 14 three-point three attempts tonight? Yes, man, he did. Man, 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 man shot it. <laughs> man shot it. I mean, I ain't, 
I ain't too mad at it, but it's oh man, man, you got you got the dot, man. So I ain't, I ain't mad at it at all. Right, but if we could just take a couple of them off, get them, get some Jared <laughs> man, like that'd be good. That'd be nice. <laughs> get a little bit more efficiency from Bane. Like I see him be more efficient with his shooting as he continues to, you know, settle back into that second place role. Really want to make sure they don't leave Jaren out because he's a big part of you know what their ceiling could be if they would just utilize him better. I'm I'm just happy as hell to see 14 attempts. I remember like begging, like please, please shoot the ball more. Yeah. And then now the to watch this team go from him taking four or five attempts to now he's slinging up 14. I would obviously love it if he made more than five of those 14, but I'm glad that he is in a spot where he's comfortable enough to take those. And I can't say that there there's ever going to be a time that last air ball three in overtime <laughs> was, was pretty rough, but like when he's got the ball, whether it's a, a step back or a rhythm three or whatever it is with him, I don't have an issue with him shooting it because the no. majority of the time I'm expecting that shot to fall. Exactly. I was just looking at it. I was like 14, but no, I don't mind him shooting right. it at all. Like you said, every time he puts it up, I, cause I was shocked when that, when that ended up being an air ball. Cause I thought it was going in. I was like, what? I had to like do a double take on it because that's not something that you're going to see much from him. Um, there are times where he goes through his struggles, but he's, he shoot the basketball well now, man. So put it up, especially when you got a wide open look. I, I don't have any problems with it at all. If anybody's gonna shoot the basketball, want to him because most of the time he's gonna be efficient. Um, and that you're not gonna get five. Out of, most times he take fourteen, he's gonna get you seven or eight um, out of fourteen. So I don't mind. I don't mind him shooting the basketball at all. And and he's shooting right around. I think he. I hadn't looked That's at. That's I looked at like thirty seven, maybe thirty eight. Well, like from the field, I think he's around oh, 50% he's from, the from the field. Yeah. Like he, he is pretty pretty efficient most nights. And so, you know, like tonight a little inefficient. Maybe you credit the defense a little bit, which whichever way you want to lean on that. Like he sorry, he's forty just under forty seven percent from the field, and he's at thirty eight point one percent from three this season. Yeah, I thought they played big minutes, forty minutes. So I mean, you play a lot of minutes, man. It, high usage for a lot of guys tonight. So you can get a little bit of tired legs as well. You have you do have to give New Orleans some credit because they played a good, good good defense at times tonight, man. But yeah, man, like I said, I don't I don't mind Bain getting up shots. I mean, he him and Ja, uh, you, they they're gonna take shots. They're the high usage guys. You want to see those guys take shots, but again, you want Trip to be a part of that mix as well. Um, and how many shots did he get overall tonight? Eleven total. Eleven. See, the, yeah, yeah, you 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 got to have that up around at least fifteen. I would think fifteen, fifteen right. to eighteen. You want to see that higher than a than eleven. Um, and he was still super efficient, still able to get nineteen points out of that. And a lot of that, like you said, most of that came in the second half. Yeah, and that's yeah. I was mentioning Marcus Smart earlier. I, I was right. It was he didn't score in the first three quarters of this game. He didn't score at all. Uh, his yeah. his thirteen points came ten in the fourth quarter and three in the <laughs> overtime. So you know they came when they mattered the most, and that's that's good. That you you go and get him to play well in crunch time. He did that tonight, um, contributing to this win. Obviously, you see the the big numbers from John Bain, and that's great. How much better? As you know, like we, we're we're doing this show 
we're analyzing this team, but as a fan of the team, how much better is it to be having conversations about Smart versus Williams compared to the types of conversations that we were having, say, two and a half weeks ago? Oh, yeah. It's night and day, no question. That's why I said, man, I can't feel too passionate about it one way or the other, man, because there's two good players. And, and man, the watching those young wings try to battle it out for a spot and everybody losing out was pretty tough. That, uh, you know, those guys got their opportunities and it just nobody stepping up was pretty uh, gut-wrenching because, you know, they, they gave a lot of ass to get those guys. Still did. Um, second round pick that ultimately ends up working out. But you know what? It is what it is. They needed somebody to step up. They re- they desperately needed that, and they've got that now. Um, that leads them to a, a potentially very very bright future. So I love what I see from Vince. Yeah, man, it's just night and night and day. Um, I mean, it had got hard to watch because there were a lot of games there that I mean, you know, with being as short and handed as they were, it was going to be a struggle. But there were some games where the effort just wasn't there. I mean, it was just hard to watch, hard to talk about. You want to jump on here and just all negative and and I hate that. I don't like to to come on here and just, just continue to bash them and, and say all this negative stuff about the the coaching and the players and these guys don't need to be on the floor and it just it just got exhausting uh for a while. So it's just a, a a weight lifted to have this basketball team back cuz I mean, I don't think you could have had me 4 and 0 and not just 4 and 0, it's the way that they've been they've looked in these games. Uh this is typical Grizzlies basketball. Um, the, the things that we saw, the defense down the stretch, guys locking in, making big plays um, and, and overtime. This is the kind of stuff that we're used to seeing from this team. They'll give you a heart attack. They're, they're the cardiac grids. We've had a lot of that over the last few years. But that that's how you know that this team is back. And I, I don't know if I, – I didn't feel like we were going to get this this soon. Like I felt like they'd be better and they might win some games. But I'm saying this looks like, I mean, what you probably would have expected this team to look like. Like, if, if everything go right, like, you don't have Steven Adams, so obviously it wasn't going to be that. But if once you got everybody back, like, this is what you thought that they'd probably look like after 10, 15 games of playing together because you just piecemealing guys back in and they're not missing a step. It's just amazing to watch, man. It's just so much better, man, to go into these games really feeling like you have a chance to win every night. Like, going into Denver – um, even though they played them close the first time here, somehow here in Memphis, if you didn't have these guys back, that would be depressing. Thinking about going into Denver and, and what would happen in that game, but now I'm optimistic. I, I, I'm not thinking, oh, oh, this is a surefire loss. With I feel like they can go in and beat anybody at this point. Not that they will, but I'm confident that they have the ability to. And that's just not something that we could have said a week and a half, two weeks ago. Uh, you just was just kind of going to these games, just praying that they were competitive. Um, and it's just good to be, be back to a team that you feel like can win basketball games or be compete at a high level night in and night out. Yeah, and it's great to say, especially because I think they played their best ball by any stretch of imagination tonight. No. I mean, John no. had six turnovers. Bain only had one assist, which is really weird to see. Like, you never see Bain with one assist. Hey, was getting them up tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jaren sort of filling with three assists on his end and Mark, Marcus Smart with three assists, but they had – so many turnovers, 17 turnovers they had on the night. And I just feel like that hurt that hurt them quite a bit. I feel like this, this could have actually been a maybe not nearly as close. I think they played 
pretty poor basketball for about three quarters, and then yeah, I mean that, that, that first half and most yeah. of the third quarter, it didn't didn't feel good at all. Right, like it just completely flipped. Uh, there late in the third into the fourth, so right, it's and it, definitely tell a tell a two halves, two and a half, a half and a half uh, right. of a half tonight. And they were still able to put it together. They only shot 23% from three. We haven't even really talked about how bad they still been shooting from three, but you still got Luke coming yeah, in. Yeah, 11 46. Not right. good. That'll look better when Luke he comes back. Um Vince Williams doing I think he I think he I mean he's not a guy you count on for shooting, but I think he knocked down the one, but I think sometimes he may get more. Yeah, D Rose the sniper back, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh something hey, I listen, know about. I I'm, I'm gonna definitely. say I'll say this, like his, you could tell that Derrick Rose has worked on his three. You, you go back to his time in Minnesota and, and see what his numbers were pre Minnesota to where they were when he was still kind of healthy and playing well there. Like he, he's put some work on that. He, he's hardly yeah, a it, sniper, but yeah, uh, yeah that was, that, you know, that's my guy. I was yeah, just joking. Yeah. The mid range is definitely, he's definitely put in work there. Like he's money. When he goes at mid range, I just wish he'd go to it more. Like he, yeah. it seems like he settles for threes in, in other shots when he's been money with that mid range. So you got him that is... back, you got Luke coming back, and you just think about if this team can put it all together, they can really have a, a great solid unit. Uh, still, still needing to work at that center position, but Bids did all right. Held his own with eight points tonight, and well, yeah. Four eight and seven assists, two blocks, four or five okay. on the field. I mean, okay. you know. He, Play limited limited minutes. What one thing that was weird tonight, man? He he completely went away from Sonny. Did Sonny play it all at all in the second half? It's, yeah, like, not. but from what I saw, Tillman X was playing extremely well. Oh yeah, and, and yeah, for sure. You know, when you have a physical guy like Zion, he would have it would have been barbecue chicken for Zion if if Aldama was attempting to guard him. And so, what do you do? You put the X is a better defender, and he's definitely more physical. So you put him out there. I, I think that I was happy. You know, you, you look at the numbers, two points and eight rebounds. Doesn't look that great, but five blocks from X. He had a steal. This was a hell of a game from him. You know, oh, yeah. you, you put him out there, and he, he's, he spent most of his time guarding Zion out there and, and done a great job, in, in my opinion. That, that is – the stuff that we see from him, and, and I think honestly the, the reason that he's still on the roster at this point is because of games like this. You know, he goes out there, he knows what his job is, goes out there and gets it done. Yeah, he had that one play. I can't remember. It was Zion first. He blocked his. They got the offensive rebound. I don't know if it was Dyson Daniels. They tried to come back up with it, and he blocked it again. That double block, and the Grizzlies end up with the basketball. Um, I mean, he, like you said, that stat sheet's not going to – Tell the whole tale. I, I think when you're talking about the kind of the heroes of this game, he's right up there with Marcus Smart. Like he made some a lot of plays in the second half of this game. Did a great great job on on Zion. I guess as good as you could expect uh, on Zion. I mean, he made a lot of plays tonight. Had you eight rebounds. Talk about five blocks. Anytime you have five blocks, man, that's you're putting in work, um, especially for an undersized big to, to come up with five blocks. Man, he comes in like I said, hard hat lunch pill. In, in 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 wins games. I mean, there, there's times where he struggles, but there are other times where you get these type of performances that really really lead to wins. And I don't think they win this game without his contributions in the second half. Yeah, yeah, I agree for sure. 
Um, I, I don't really, I, I know we've kind of, we've missed a little bit here because of the holiday we've all been either traveling or with family. So we hadn't been able to jump on and record. Um, but hell, we're, we're back. We'll be back. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're almost through the, the new year. I think Thursday, um, I, I don't know if I will be able to record Thursday. I'm, there's a possibility that I won't, I won't be in town. Uh, but but we will try. If I am in town, we'll try to record. If I'm not, maybe Candace and Isaac can bring you one with just those two. But we're we're going to uh, to keep rolling them out and, and covering these games as much as possible. Trying to be fairly, you know, a little more consistent than we were last year. Although we've hit a rough patch here. Um, but before we get out of here tonight, do you guys got anything else that you want to dive into from the games that we've missed? No, man. Just the impact of twelve is just radiant. It's 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 more night and day is not really a good enough way to describe the impact that John Moran has on this team. And um, you look at this team sometimes and you just wonder, would John really be able to make this much of a difference? And yeah. the answer is yes. I I will admit it. I, I I at times was like, this is just pathetic. Like this it's gonna be John, nobody else out here in these, these streets. Well, I mean, I know Bane would always stuff up, but. But man, it it really has been the engine that you. I guess when you and it, and it makes sense when you think about it in hindsight, sort of. But it is hard to anticipate that they would have just come out of the gate as well. But they do. I mean, all their role players, everything is built around John Morant and the type of game he plays. So I guess it makes sense when you're missing that one big piece. But I, it's on one hand, I get it, and on the other hand, I'm just blown away, and, and I'm just super excited. Uh, the Grizz are back, man. They look like team that they were before. Uh, are there still areas of improvement? Absolutely. A lot of room to grow, a lot of room to clean up still. That's why I said, I mean, they're 4-0, and they still still got some things. They can get a lot better. Still got to tighten down these rotations, figure out what they're going to be, get some chemistry going, get some pieces back still. Uh, there's a lot to look ahead for, and they do got a tough schedule coming up. I'm not going to pretend like that's not the case. They got the Nuggets, and they got the Clippers on the back-to-back. Yeah, then Sacramento the, the close year on New Year's Eve. Then they close now at home. Uh, that's a tough stretch. I'm not gonna lie, they're gonna be playing some some great opponents. So the fact that they have been competitive in a tougher stretch of basketball is is more than encouraging. And I can't I can't think of a better way to end my 2023. You look at what yeah. this team like prior to Morant coming back, that they were a top ten defense. But the offense was bottom of the barrel, 28th, 29th, sometimes even even 30th in the league for offensive efficiency. And since he since Jai's been back, the defense has gotten better, which is not something that you would have thought happened. But in the four games since he's been back, they're a top three defense in the league. And the offense has started to climb. You go from 30th to, I think, when, when I looked, they were around – before tonight's game, it was around 10 or 11, maybe 12. So from the bottom of the pack to kind of moving up toward the top, that things are going to to be a lot better. So the defense was already good, just needed to bring the offensive along, the offensive end along. And and Ja's been able to not only do that, but do that at, at a higher level than than I expected for sure, and maybe even quite a few people. Yeah, I, there were times where it felt like, man, it was so bad that you were saying, man, can Jai even come back and fix this? Uh, but he has definitely done that. And I think I think there is something to the offense-defense thing. I think when you're 
able to create offense, guys are more willing to work hard on a defensive end when you're in games, you're you're more engaged. Um, and, and with the offense taking off, I, I think that's really helped on both ends. And Josh just infused energy, I, I think, from everybody on the roster. These guys are just playing at a different level. You didn't get this type of effort night in, night out. And I think at some point it's it gets to mental where you're getting blown out in these games and you're just thinking, man, we can't win. I'm, I'm not going to go out here and kind of bust my ass, so to speak, for every minute uh, when we're probably going to lose these games anyway. When you're when you're in these games and you feel like you have the firepower to keep up with these teams, it keeps you more engaged on both ends. I think that's just kind of what what we're seeing with job back out here and also adding his production and what what he does out there. I don't think I don't want to understate that at all. Um, I mean, I know he's not going to win it. I know he missed 25 games, but this is MVP type stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the night and day difference that we've seen since he's been infused back in his team. I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, just crazy. And I'm just excited to to be a witness, man, and to watch this because it was some it was some dark times in that 25 games, man. I'm just glad to to feel like this team is going to go out and compete night in and night out because there were times where it didn't feel like that earlier. Yeah, most definitely. That, that uh, During that 25-game stretch, man, it made it tough to, to come on here because I – Nobody likes to just bash and bash and bash and bash and bash. But it was really, really hard to watch those games. Not all of them, but a lot of them. It was really hard to watch them and be optimistic about anything because it really was just bad product for for a a good stretch there. And and it makes it tough to create content and and not just – like we we didn't want to keep spewing venom for sure, or at least I know that I felt that way, and I'm pretty sure that you guys felt that way as well. Yep, yep. We back. Yeah, hey, we back, man. It's much easier this is, this on a four game win streak. <laughs> All right, guys. So we we appreciate you tuning in. We will maybe be back Thursday. If not, we're back Saturday for sure. Uh, the Grizzlies final score tonight, 116 to 115. I don't even think I mentioned that they improved to 10 and 19 on the season, beating the 17 and 14 Pelicans team for the second time at the Smoothie King, the worst arena in the NBA. Hate that arena. No so much. Not because the Pelicans play there. The design is awful. It, it is pyramid awful. And if you, yeah, I've been there you with several times. Nostalgia, that the pyramid was a good place to watch basketball. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that you were wrong. You were just glad to have basketball in Memphis because the pyramid sucked to, to watch basketball. Smoothie King Arena reminds me a lot of that, the way that it is. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll get out of here. The show is on Twitter at Ethos Grizzlies. I'm an NBA D will 2 1. You can find me at Candace H901. I'll let Isaac take us home. Yeah, man. Three more games this week. Uh, Thursday night at the Nuggets. It's 8 p.m. tip. Back-to-back Friday at the Clippers, 930. And they close out New Year's Eve back at home against the Sacramento Kings, 7 p.m. So that's a that's a tough stretch. Uh, coming into kind of this week, I was thinking, okay, could they get to 11 wins uh, by 2024? Uh, man, got three games left to get there. Uh, maybe they can get to 12. Who knows, man? Uh, but But three games left, three tough games. Um, they already, I want them to get two games on this road trip. So they've already gotten two. So you got two more to go, man. Go out there and try to steal one of those two, get the Kings game at home. 
and, and you really cook it, man. But thank everybody for tuning in. Go over to Eat Those Grizzlies. Give us a like and a follow. Definitely appreciate that. We'll be back later this week. Uh, you can find me on that slash Twitter at Isaac Double underscore NBA. Again, thank everybody for joining us. We'll talk to you later this week. We gone.